0: everyone, and welcome to this week's On the Spot. I'm Zach Strickland here with Michael Vincent one more time before hey, we close yeah. out
1: the year. Right? Yeah. Last so nice
0: show. It's, Is this a holiday special? It's the holiday special of On the Spot. And of course, it's that time of year where the spot market uh, gets cold. Um, wait. What? It heats up. That's right. It no, heats up. It gets colder, up. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does get colder uh, in the weather, but the spot market tends so to So cold up. it's hot. Yeah. Uh, About this time every year, uh, we see those tender rejection rates uh, start to climb up uh, significantly. Uh, They are jumping up right now. Almost
1: almost to 27. Yeah, they're almost to 27%. What, 26.82 or something like that? Yeah, we
0: topped out at 28.4 over Thanksgiving, uh, the all-time high for the index. And, of course, spot rates followed suit uh, for about a week or two, Mm -hmm. uh, staying up there. They've fallen back, however, and, you know... You know it's not gonna last long. No. Uh, you know, you got about a week, week and a half in between the holidays to where you can catch your breath slightly. And I, I say slightly because rates are still extremely high. Uh,
1: yeah, there's still 270 driving. We haven't lines lines really
0: here. broken that dynamic uh, of what 2020 has been for the spot market in the second half of the year. No. There's no trend line changing there. And you know, a lot of what we were gonna talk about today is How long will this persist? I mean, we're about to take two weeks off here. um, Yeah. You know, for Christmas and New Year's, Uh, we've got the holidays on Thursday. So that's going to make the weeks shorter. And, you know, there is an impact to those weeks being compressed, right?
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the dynamics change a a bit when the holidays line up on a Thursday. Yeah. Or even a Wednesday's worse. Yeah. When it goes to two, wow, Yeah, it just... Unless they're on the weekend, it's not really. <laughs> well, I guess technically we have Christmas Eve
0: is on Thursday. Yes, well, Christmas I mean on nobody's Friday. doing anything on, thir- on,
1: on on that, and, and New Year's. Effectively,
0: Eve. we have three week, three day weeks coming up, and then yeah. the week between Christmas and New Year's is traditionally, you know, just dead. You know, anybody that's working is
1: basically, uh, you know, putting out fires. Skeleton crew, putting out fires. We called it fire watch back in the day at Roadway Express, which I pulled for Christmas Day three years in a row. (laughs) Got to sit on a 200-door open-air dock in Toledo, Ohio on Christmas Day by myself. By yourself. Three years in a row. <laughs> that's, that's about right. That's, yeah, it was sweet. I paid my dues, people. Yeah, that's, what we, that's <laughs> what we come to expect
0: out of the logistics <laughs> industry. Now, this year, of course, is different. Uh, we are, uh, like we said, spot rates super elevated. We've got Los Angeles, Ontario. Ironically, the tender rejection rates are falling out of Los Angeles right now, um, while volumes are also kind of dripping down a little bit. And we've been discussing how the port volumes have been extremely elevated. We're still seeing rail volumes and port volumes, uh, year over year, increases upwards of you know, 10%, uh, 13% overall on the overall rail volumes right now. Yeah,
1: uh, absolutely. We just, uh, just last week, you know, we, we spoke with uh, Gene Soroka uh, on the uh, global supply, or, uh, North American Supply Chain Summit, yep. uh, director of Port of Los Angeles. Uh, they're blasted. Yeah. I mean, they're setting record months each month.
0: So the freight is still moving. Oh, it's yeah. just, we're seeing less shipping activity or shipping requests, um, you know, and this this is concerning in the way that, you know, you're having, you have all this freight, pent up mm-hmm. demand. You know yeah. that the boats are full. We talked to Greg Miller, mm-hmm. uh, the boats are full. Yeah, there's no
1: idle equipment out there.
0: There's, there's nothing sitting around. So uh, the concerning factor here is we might be setting up for a just Coming back from these holidays, and yeah. everything the doors yeah. are blown off.
1: Well, you know, we always we, we 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 always joke, and we have for almost 20 years about how you know Christmas and January come every year, yep. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> forgets. Right. Well, January might not come this year. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's usually kind of a snooze fest, right?
0: Yeah. No, we joke about it. Last year, uh, Kevin Hill and I sat on this show. Making fun of the fact that January is basically where you create memes. Uh, (laughs) Is that where they come from? Yeah, I didn't know. It's the biggest meme creating month of the year. Uh, Wow. You know, there's just not a lot. Stockpile them. Yeah. Uh, This year may be very different. However, Uh, you know, we see record volumes still coming through the ports. Rail volumes still up. trucking Trucking tenders are starting to fall down. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that
1: there's not any freight to move. Correct. (laughs) No, no, that's absolutely correct. There's, there's plenty of freight to move out there. (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's, it's coming down and capacity's going offline. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the strange thing about this time of year is you see that rather dramatic drop in, in tender truckloads. Yeah. Every uh, year. With a, and a dramatic spike in, in, uh, in rejections. Yep. Every year. Yeah, uh, which is that's that's counterintuitive, but that's, that's... everybody seems to equivocate this
0: uh, idea that demand kind of dictates capacity. It, that's just one side of the equation. The supply side yeah. uh, for capacity is actually the the biggest factor, and that's the part that's largely invisible. Now we have the OTVI that is there to measure demand changes and shifts, and we have started sure. to see it come down and. You know, it's not just drivers that take time off (laughs) and come off the road. No, that's true. uh, You know, look around your offices. Mm -hmm. I mean, this time of year, next week, when you go into the office, you're gonna obviously start your winding down process. If you haven't already had that one day, where it feels like everybody's trying to get everything done before they leave. <laughs> yeah, today's probably that day. Today may be that day. Uh, get ready for you if, yeah. it ha- if it's not going to end up being sometime next week uh, before you know everybody really starts pushing all that stuff out and then they're done. Uh, but in trucking, we tend to see that start to happen uh, in aggregate sooner,
1: correct? Yeah, yeah, we do because there's a longer cycle time. Yeah. Than just you know office work, right? Your TPS reports <laughs> or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah, the is that TPS right? reports. TPS reports. Yeah. 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 I've, no. Uh, I made the right
0: reference. <laughs> the uh, of course the I'm back out. office activity. <laughs> yeah, the back office activity is you know very immediate, short term action. It is. Trucking, it is. You have to submit your tenders. You know, there's days before. You know, we average about two point eight days of lead time uh, going into your requested pickup date. Right now. Right. That accelerates into. Uh, you you know, the holidays, they, you know, shippers start to say, well, I'm going to start booking this freight for next week instead of this week, and it expands. Well, I mean, really
1: yeah, fast. you'll see it expand like crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, by next Wednesday, Thursday, it's possible to see seven-day. Yeah. I mean, not as a nation, but in, you know, people are going to book stuff for January, yeah. the first week in January. Well, they also know that these warehouses
0: right. and docks aren't going to be operational.
1: Yeah, that's, that's them, what I mean.
0: We, I mean, we used to shut them down. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, knowing that there's just not going to be any shippers that are going to also be requesting. Continues yeah. are going to be closed.
1: Uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week are going to be tenders for the following week. And as you get closer to that Christmas, some of those are going to bleed into a, a, yeah. a week and a half yeah. later, right? <laughs> right. And then, of course, we talked about it last week. Service
0: is paramount for anything that does move right now. So shippers know that yeah. if they are trying to move something right now, they're going to pay for it. Uh, and they know that they're going to need to guarantee that service uh, because there's no leeway. Those, those consignees are going to be closed. You
1: remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Netflix plenty of times to... you show up to get there, it had to be there and they're not open. So
0: everything that moves <laughs> on the spot market at this point is almost guaranteed. It's service critical. It is. Um, you know, things that are being requested right now for today, you know that your drivers are going to be, this may be their last load of the year, uh,
1: if not getting a short haul move. Uh, well, yeah, and fleet home. managers and so on are trying to get those guys home, and 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 women. Yeah. They're, they're you know, I mean, they're they're de- that's what they're they're looking for that too. So they're rejecting certain loads that they normally would probably take, right. but not because they need to get to a specific area of the country or wherever to deadhead as you know short as possible home. Right. Uh, so yeah, things are a little bit messed up, but I mean, you've got like we talked about that that international the ports are still going. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's there's. There's still 15, 20 ships sitting out in exactly a, on the water for LA. So where
0: right? does this freight, What, are, what are we? What are, well, what are we going to I mean, do? so <laughs> just
1: look at it though. I mean, last year, how many were? How many there are in a normal year that are out there? What did what did Gene Sirocco say? Like three, four? Yeah. There's always three, four sitting out there waiting, right? But now it's like 10, 15. So you know, do
0: the math. <laughs> it's been that way for a month.
1: It's been that way for quite several a while. Several months, actually, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Several months. I mean, mm-hmm. the record stuff. But just look at the uh, look at our OTVI, our outbound tender volume. And it's dropped. Yeah, it's following the same pattern. Right? right. But it's followed the same pattern on Memorial Day, too. Right. It followed the same pattern on the Fourth of July, too. Right. But, it, 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 but it's just it's the same pattern times 10. Right. Right. So, I mean, there's exaggerated. Yeah. There's a huge amount still moving.
0: So we talked to Zach Rogers earlier in the week on Freightonomics, Anthony Smith and I. Yeah. Um, and he, of course, is one of the contributors to the LMI, the Logistics Managers Index. Yeah. And a big uh, takeaway from that show was the warehousing component. Now, normally, warehousing is kind of an afterthought. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't see warehousing capacity fluctuate like you do on the truckload market. And this. not year- as sharply, right? right? It's more like a boat. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very, it's more of a wave yeah, of deambulation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's very slow to change. Well, we're seeing the tightest warehousing market uh, that they've ever seen in the five years that they've had the index. Um, you know, capacity is just not there. And a lot of it has to do with the type of warehousing that is in demand right now. Uh, as people are moving to that fulfillment center, they need more specialized space versus just an open-ended warehouse. And yeah. that being said, those... Bigger warehouses are the ones that, that's where you shove all the freight. You yeah, know, it is. for that's next exact, year. That's right. And they don't have the capacity. So what do you do at this point?
1: uh to stop shipping i mean i i it, <laughs> the well, boats
0: are still in the water the boats are still in the water
1: you gotta you, well it can't sit on the port forever and, and no mm-hmm. it can't sit on the port forever right so well i mean warehousing for one the real estate market for warehousing is, is pretty hot right i yeah. mean they're looking at how much even just reverse logistics is going to demand what four hundred thousand or 400 million yeah more reverse logistics in january is going to be <clears throat> you
0: can't just i guess my point is is that Come January, yeah. when everybody walks back into their office.
1: <laughs> There's going to be a mountain of stuff to move is there what is, it feels like. There is literally, it looks like January, like you said earlier. It's not it coming this year.
0: May not happen. Yeah. Uh, we might just skip
1: right into March. Um, it, it feels like a, a strong possibility. If you're not considering it, you, I think you need to reconsider. <laughs> yeah,
0: because those return shipments, normally, you know, we used to just bounce them around the, the world. And, you know, they'd sit on sure. a trailer. Out in the back in the yard, you know, we've had we've had tons of reports of people having trailers and using rail uh, domestic containers. Domestic containers uh, as store
1: as storage to, for returns. Yeah, storage, and
0: they, there's just not enough space to to place all this freight right now. So it's going to have to move, is the point.
1: <laughs> it, it it is going to have to move, but is there a destination for it? So. But that just tightens up capacity, right? I mean, you've already got an issue with containers and getting empties back, and you you see, you know, the FMC is, you know, threatening with... I I don't know if they have a a gun or a squirt gun or what. Like I asked yesterday on the show, what's their teeth for for yelling at at the carriers for not accepting American exports? I I don't know what they can do if they don't. Yeah, largely largely that's a... I I don't okay. That's that's
0: another (laughs) contributor. What do I get a demerit? I don't know. You know, all these container lines or the maritime shippers or carriers are not picking up these exports and they're piling up on the ports. So that's just taking up even more space.
1: But well, you got the exports coming in and they're, they're not taking those so they can take empties over, empty containers over to China so they can park another ship outside yeah. of Los Angeles.
0: Because <laughs> they're getting so much money <laughs> yeah. to, to just skip picking <clears throat> up freight. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, that's, I mean, it happens in trucking uh, yeah. pretty consistently where they just don't drive out of their way to go pick up low paying freight to go get the higher paying freight. But this is on a scale that it's hard to Massive, fathom. yeah, it's <laughs> massive. You're talking about massive. going across the Pacific Ocean.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's on a much lar- much, much larger scale. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in in January uh, with all this mess because it, it does feel like we're you know you're going to come back and January's not gonna be it's not gonna be January is not going to be a typical January and again and a nodded, and I mean it's not going to be obviously the levels are going to be higher because they are right now, right, right? Mm-hmm. It, to get to these volumes that we are right now last year. Can you imagine the dramatic spike up? We'd have been losing our mind uh, 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 with this amount last year. But we've been so accustomed to it. The industry has been so accustomed to it all year. Ah, yeah, 14. It's a (laughs) 14,000 index on on OTV. It's come down. We'd have lost our mind last year. 14,000, what's wrong with the data? (laughs) You you know what I mean? Something's wrong. it. Close to 12,000 was the highest before that in 2018, which was considered the... Oh, Anomaly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it, it, but that trend, does it spike even further in January? Does no, it, I mean,
0: service, it's, it's, a lot of it's going to depend on what we're seeing now. Shippers, you know, what do they feel like the service yeah. needs to be? How quickly do they need to move that freight? And that's obviously yeah. going to dictate where spot rates go as well.
1: Yeah, and that slows down in January.
0: And, uh, and then we have the capacity crunch that, you know, carriers you know, they're on a lag of adding capacity. Driver recruitment continues to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may be a winter uh, with no end <laughs> uh, in terms of the uh, winter with no yeah. end. Wow. We don't need that after 2020. No, no, we don't. Let's get on with it. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Peace. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Be sure to download that FreightWaves TV app and stay tuned to, for more freight market updates from FreightWaves. Have a good week.